Ever wonder what it's like living in a house full of cats? Me either, until I recently found myself with eight permanent cat residents and occasional foster cats. I'm Sabrina Lee, and I'm a self-proclaimed crazy cat lady. I am not a cat expert and offer no advice to others. Anything I share is from my own experiences unless otherwise credited. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. On each episode of Whole Bunch of Cats, I'll be sharing stories about life with so many cats. You can also see adventures with current residents on TikTok and Instagram at Whole Bunch of Cats. Twitter is Whole Bunch of Cat because adding the S made the handle too long. And now, without further ado, let me tell you a cat story. Willow. In January of 2016, we had two cats, Izzy, gray-haired tabby, and Scarlet, tortoiseshell mank. Izzy stayed outside most of the time. He really had no interest in Scarlet. Scarlet wasn't a very social cat. She'd come from a hoarder situation, didn't trust people, thought maybe another indoor cat would help her with her trust and anxiety. Enter Willow. When we went to the shelter, nearly a year after we adopted Scarlet, told Skylar, we're only looking today. Famous last words. When we got to the cat room, there were a lot of eager kitties looking for a home, but we were immediately drawn to a black cat named Kilo. He had a bit of white under his chin and on his belly. For all intents and purposes, he's a black cat. We also noticed an orange tag on his kennel with a note saying he just moved from the behavioral unit. Scarlet had had a similar tag on her kennel the year before, so we definitely understood the socialization process and the amount of time it would take for him to be okay with us. However, it didn't matter. There's something so incredibly rewarding about helping a cat to be okay around people. Anyway, we were interested in him enough that we asked to speak to the behaviorist if he was available. He let us know this handsome boy had once lived in a landfill as the king of the junkyard cats. Behavior expert who'd worked with him over the last year explained that Kilo was the smartest cat he'd ever met. They tried to catch him for a long time, but he'd smart the trappers until finally they did trap him. Since he'd been born feral, he had to spend a year in the behavior unit learning how to be around people. The behaviorist had also worked with Scarlet the year before felt that the two would get along well. We felt Kilo already had two strikes against him since he struggled with socializing and was a black cat, which would make it harder for him to get adopted. We had all the time in the world to help him adjust to a home life. We decided to give it a go. When Skylar and I got home with Kilo, Skylar introduced him as Loki, which has the same letters, but not the same name. For whatever reason, the kids kept calling him Loki. I did not like it. Honestly, I was not a fan of Marvel at the time and liked the character even less. I felt that Kilo should have a name that sets him up for success. Since the kids couldn't remember Kilo, and I was not good with Loki, we had a family meeting and decided we would change his name to Willow. Willow moved into Jaden's room at first. For several weeks, he hid under the bed. We'd spend time with him every day, encouraging play, patiently waiting for him to feel comfortable enough to move from under the bed. After a couple of weeks, 
we decided to introduce Willow to Scarlet. It was probably the smoothest of all the intros. Both cats were so afraid of each other, they ignored each other for a month. Even now, they tolerate each other, but are not bonded, don't groom each other, or even pay much attention to the other. They don't fight, they just exist in the same space. Because Willow hadn't been around people for the first year of his life, he hadn't learned to meow. This makes his noise so incredibly distinct. It's a high-pitched bellow. He's also learned to just repeat that noise over and over and over until he gets what he wants. There's been many early mornings where Willow has decided he needed something and won't stop hollering until he gets it. Typically, he wants to go outside. The first time Willow went out, it was an escape act. He was fast and clever. I opened the door. He zoomed out. I was working on treat training him, but we weren't far along. As soon as he got out, he ran down the street. I knew if I chased him, he'd go even further. I decided to let him come home on his own. The only way this was going to work was if he felt comfortable being home. I worried he'd leave and not come home. He did stay outside for a couple of weeks that first time. The kids and I would have eyes on him, though. We'd call it willow spottings. As long as we knew he was okay, I was confident he'd come home eventually. He spent most of that time at the neighbor's. They have a walkway to their front door with an area missing concrete under it. Willow, being the smartest cat on the planet, quickly discovered the safe haven and stayed there for weeks. During that time, I would spot him occasionally jumping on our front deck, but as soon as I'd open the door, he'd run away. I began putting cat food outside for him, and he'd get more comfortable being on our deck. Every day, I'd move the cat food closer to the door, and eventually he came inside to eat. As soon as he was done, he wanted to go back outside. Enter the loud, ear-piercing bellow that has become synonymous with Willow. At that point, I had to decide if I was going to trust him to come home. He also had to trust me that if he came home, he could go back outside when he wanted to. I decided we understood each other and let him back outside. Within a few hours, he was back inside. We definitely have a mutual understanding. He knows this is his home mostly hangs outside in the yard. He's smart, and he knows where the food is. Not too long ago, I realized there's another cat masquerading in the neighborhood as Willow. I refer to him as Willow's imposter. They say everyone has a doppelganger. Not sure who they are. Suffice it to say, I've heard that every person has someone in the world who looks just like them. Not sure if this is true. Probably isn't. Regardless, my cat Willow does have a doppelganger, and he roams the streets of our neighborhood. I know he's a boy because he's a dad. The neighbor's cat had a litter of kittens, and I know it wasn't Willow. Coming from a shelter, he's been neutered. That's a condition of shelter cat's release. They must not be able to produce offspring. Willow is our black cat. He's also super shy and will stay outside for a day at a time. His new spot is the window box, so I need only look out front to make sure he's safe. He'll see me checking on him and look away. When Willow's ready to come inside, he'll let me know. Which is why, a few months ago, when there was a black cat on our back deck, I didn't hesitate to let him inside. As I opened the sliding glass door, the black cat sauntered in, walked straight to the food bowl, ate some cat food, 
drank some cat water, and raised zero suspicions from me or the other cats. The other cats sniffed around him, but that's pretty normal when any of the outside cats come inside. All of the indoor cats want to smell all the smells of the outside. So after sniffing him, they went about their business, raising no alarms, no hissing, no batting, no hiding, nothing but normal welcome-home kitty actions. At this point, I hadn't looked closely at the black cat and had no reason to think it wasn't Willow. It was evening, the sun had set, I could tell the cat was black. He walked in like he belonged. He went to the food bowl, indicating this wasn't his first time. Then he climbed to the top of the cat tree and fell asleep. This was the first moment I thought, hmm, that's kind of weird. Willow doesn't go to the top of the cat tree. His spot is in the hammock or the second shelf of the tree. But cats do weird or different things all the time. So I still wasn't suspicious that this cat wasn't my cat. A little different than Willow's patterns, but I didn't think much of it until I got closer to the black cat. He didn't immediately run away from me. Then I looked closer. This cat had chubby cheeks and a tiny nose. Willow has slender cheeks and a long nose. I called Skylar, my youngest, and said, There's a cat in the house that's not ours. I thought Willow came inside, but it's his imposter. At the time, I was the only person in the family who had seen the imposter and Willow at the same time, confirming they were two separate cats. It reminded me of when I was little, like really little, and on Sesame Street, Big Bird had a friend who everyone thought was an imaginary friend. No one believed Snuffleupagus was real. Anyone else remember that? Anyway, Willow's imposter had the same reputation. Mom seeing things. Maybe mom's just confused. Either way, Skylar did not, for one second, think another cat would waltz into the house without the other cats going crazy. I thought about this for a minute, too. That only led me to the conclusion that I'd been letting Willow's doppelganger in the house on multiple occasions. He had a white splotch on his chest like Willow, but his face was definitely different. The imposter kept staring at me. He didn't make a noise which is also very unlike Willow, who is so loud when he feels any kind of way. Thankfully, Skylar was on their way home and would help me confirm that this cat was Willow, or if it wasn't, help me get the cat back outside. As the garage door opened, the questionable cat didn't move from the tree. Again, very not like Willow, who's scared of his own shadow. He runs away at any noise in the house, especially at the loud garage door opening noise. Skylar came inside and walked over to the cat. Mom, that's Willow. I think that's Willow. That has to be Willow. So are you sure? Are you 100% sure? I mean, look at his nose. That's not Willow's nose. That moment, the cat hopped out of the tree and moved to the front door, still not making any noise, just ready to leave and be done with this scene. I let him outside. Then I posted the pictures on Facebook. Since Skylar and I couldn't tell, we thought we'd ask for public opinion. Unfortunately, pictures of the questionable cat were pretty blurry, but most people agreed that this cat wasn't Willow. As you can imagine, the post got a lot of laughs and even some comments from people who'd had similar experiences with cat confusion. The most distressing part was how I'd let this cat in the house numerous times. I had to have for the cats to not react, for this cat to know exactly where the food in the cat tree were. 
Going forward, I definitely made Willow meow or stare at me so I could identify him. His nose is so distinctive. Once I told the other kids about the imposter, they were sure it was a hoax. Since they hadn't seen both the cats at the same time, they were convinced there was just one cat, our cat, Willow. However, once they were home from school in May, both cats were on the back patio at the same time. Of course, when I started yelling for the kids to come see them, the cats ran off, neither caring for my yelling. Regardless, a few days later, I was looking out the kitchen window, and there they both were. Fortunately, one of the kids was upstairs and saw that, in fact, there were two black cats. We still call the other guy Willow's imposter. I don't think he's made his way into our house again. I've been pretty careful to make sure the nose is Willow's before opening the door. I think the other cat knows the gig is up and has stayed away from our door. Although, there may have been a morning or two when I'm feeding Izzy, our outdoor gray tabby, that Willow's doppelganger has come into the garage to eat. Izzy and the other cat sniff noses, but neither hiss or run away. They both just share breakfast. Obviously, he's a sweet cat and gets along with other cats, but we already have eight residents. And unfortunately, there's no room here for another permanent cat. Eight permanent cats and occasional fosters is enough. I hope you enjoyed getting to know my cats a little bit better. Remember, the things I share are my own experiences, unless credited otherwise. I do not offer advice or guarantee results. I am not a professional. I just happen to have a whole bunch of cats and this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. For continued updates on the cats, please follow their Instagram or TikTok pages at A Whole Bunch of Cats, or check out the website, wholebunchofcats.com. You can also email me at wholebunchofcats at gmail.com if you have a story you'd like to share. And finally, if you enjoy hearing about the cats, please leave a review for this podcast. Thanks for listening, and have a terrific day.